You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Bombad Generals. I'm Matt, trying not to be heard by people in other rooms right now, so that's why I'm uh, sounding like this. And we'll see how Seth is sounding as well. Uh, hi, Hello. this is normal audio levels right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks That's for listening to the pod. Together. <laughs> uh, and then we've also got uh, Drew and Travis here to talk to us about a cool new league format, but spoiler alert, sounds like it could expand beyond league. Welcome, Drew and Travis. Hey, hey guys, this, this is Travis. Drew. This Sweet. is Travis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Identify yourselves for the audio, <laughs> Drewy. All right, let's 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 Travis. We'll start with you. Yeah, how long yeah. have you been playing uh, Legion? Um, just a quick little snippet about yourself, and then Drew, your follow. Okay. Yeah, sure. I got into Legion August 2020, um, back when COVID was a thing, and no one was playing in person. And everyone was selling their minis, so I was able to pick up quite a few minis at that time. Um, bought the game to play with my son potentially um, and then if I liked painting I was going to keep playing the game as my first minis to ever paint started painting loved it and it was a great hobby to do when you can't go anywhere and then since there been playing in the Oklahoma community and running and playing in tournaments here and then traveling to Texas and even a game up in Indiana so yeah, the Indy Open this past year, you went there. And then you're yep. also going to LSO this year. Yep, went to LSO and going to go to LVO in January. Oh, yep. yep. Yep, yep. Drew, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, so um, I've for, for all 26 years of me, uh, most of that's been actually spent playing tabletop games. I started playing Battletech when I was about eight with my dad. And so I've got a pretty rich background in miniature gaming. Um, but with Legion specifically, I actually jumped into it because of a lot of the similarities it has with, uh, in my opinion, Bolt Action and also Dust Tactics. And those games just kind of fell to the wayside. So I picked up uh, some Star Wars Legion uh, after uh, hearing about it in about, I think, 2018, 2019, something around there from a good buddy of ours, Josh Cook, uh, who's a, a big Bolt Action guy. And then COVID kind of happened, so it died off for me. But I started trying to pick it back up at a tournament level in uh, 2021. And have been playing ever since. So here in the Oklahoma community as well. Groovy. Well, spoiler alert: as you heard that they just mentioned, they're all they're kind of locals to me. Uh, they're in Oklahoma City, in Oklahoma, and I'm in Tulsa, which is about an hour and a half away. Um, so, backstory: so I, we, they have this cool lead that they're ha- they're doing right now, and I'm super bummed that I can't be a part of it because um, I think they hate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I win all the tournaments that I go to. So, mm. oh. oh, snap, sorry. <laughs> um, but um, they started this new 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 league. Travis actually hosts a lot of the tournaments in Oklahoma City, and he, he kind of leads that whole community up there a lot of the time. And this is called the Master and Apprentice League. So if you're ever interested in training someone to play Legion, which I hope everyone is, because I think in order for this community to grow, um, not just uh, casually, but competitively as well, like we need to be training the next generation of Legion players. Like it's not always going to be Matt or, you know, um, uh, anyone who's like going to be the 
top players, but we yeah. want those new players to come in and that's really how the community grows and how like AMG can also give more support to Star Wars Legion. So yeah. they have this cool new league. Um, Travis, tell us about it. What was the, the concept, the birthing of it and like, what is it? Yeah, so I think whenever Drew and I, a lot of times we'll hop on late at night, we'll hobby together painting and talking about Legion, other war games. Um, we were discussing at length about the competitive scene and how we're seeing quite a few more guys joining at our tournaments. You know, we're consistently getting about 20 people here at our tournaments here in Oklahoma City and a lot of brand new faces and even some guys who are kind of going 2-1, but really are trying to figure out how to go to, to win that next tournament or even do better at a major. And so we came up with an idea of this Master and Apprentice. So let's, hey, let's get the best guys in the community who want the most competitive games possible to help bring up some of these newer guys and some of those guys right in the middle of the pack um, to try to, you know, train them, dig into list building, turn zero, you know, playing games, rolling back games, doing all the things to just get better at all the different levels of the game from before miniatures on the table to turn six and making those hard decisions. So, That's so. super cool. So yeah, I, so we actually have a duo right here. Travis, you're the master yeah. and Drew, you are oh, the apprentice, right? <laughs> I, I am Travis's uh, apprentice uh, in the league, yes. Um, and, and in fact, we, uh, I think all but one master ended up with two apprentices. Is that right, Travis? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, something else that that uh, to add to what Travis was saying there, though, for the core of the league was for our group, anyways, uh, kind of specifically, we have a pretty even split of people that are really competitive, people who are and, and successful at being competitive. We have a really big group of people that are competitive but not necessarily successful at it, and then we just kind of out of nowhere, and I think this happens a lot in games. Um, we just had a whole bunch of new people just show up, and they seemed a little skittish about being competitive. And so that was kind of the the core of this league was, well, let's get everybody touched by that, by, hey, you guys that are winning events, share us your knowledge. You guys that are scared of jumping into events, we're gonna hold your hand and tell you how to play in an event. And then you guys that are stuck in the middle, we're gonna help you get over that threshold. That was the goal. Mm -hmm. And so um, Travis and I, um, you know, him being my master, um, and I just started playing clones, and he's got a, a decent record with clones. You know, we we started from, I mean, not even turn zero. We started at list building, and we had conversations constantly about this is the units I want to play. This is the the kind of the list I want to bring. This is what I like about clones. What you know, what works, what doesn't work, and then you know, every game we would play. You know, we we played each other before the league even, or well, the league was going, before my first round opponent we played. Uh, and then we even played again after I believe my second round opponent to just kind mm -hmm. of refresher. And the communication was just constant there. And I think that's a very key point of this league is that um, whoever your master is, you need to be communicating with them about pretty much anything you're thinking about because they're all, they're there to be a resource. And yeah. if you're not using that resource, then you're, you're not gonna get better. That's something that I, I feel like in a lot of war games people struggle with is, they, they want to get over the hump, but they don't want to ask for help. And it's like, well, you can't teach yourself more than you're already at, right? You you, you cannot, you eventually can't hit a, a bump in the road, right? And hit a wall. You can't teach yourself what you don't know. And so um, I think that's like the, the key of the league is communication. And I think it, for us anyways, it worked fantastically. I, mm -hmm. I've only lost one game in the league. Um, I've only lost one game in the league, even considering my games that I played outside of the league. 
Um, and I've, I think I've played seven games. So I've, I've gone 6-1 um, for, since the league started. And I think, and I also have found out that I love my faction. Um, that's something I've been struggling with. Seth, you know this a lot because you, you come to our local events. I'm, I'm kind of a griper. Um, I'll keep it tame for the uh, for the for the podcast, but I'm definitely uh, I'm Arby's man. I got a lot of beef with uh, with Legion and clones are. I don't think I would have found out that I found I wouldn't have found the army that I love in this game. I think without the MNA League, and um, that's what we call it as well, MNA League. So I don't want to I don't want to hog that point, but that's kind of what I got out of it. So that's super cool. So how's how's the league structured? Yeah, so the way the league structured is we actually had an even number sign up, so 20 players. And so I think we have six masters, and then every master has two apprentices. And what I did is I had everyone, you're, you're faction locked for the league, because the idea is you're going to try to grow and improve in one faction. And so you have to pick your faction, and then the masters kind of say, this is the factions that I think I'm really good at. And then the players can go in, or the apprentice can say, I would, they'll pick their top three masters and I did my best to pair everyone up with a master that I feel like is at a skill level they can teach and grow those individuals um, and so from there the league is four rounds um, masters never play apprentices um, and the masters apprentices don't play each other and that's something we may flip up next time around when we do that well um, but I'll, let me let me finish the structure we'll, we'll sorry, get on the spe- speculation land uh, but yeah, it's four rounds. So the, so the first round was all the apprentices played each other and all the masters played each other. So at the same time, it's like for the masters to join the league, well, they want a super competitive game also. So let's give them that super competitive game um, that they can bounce off each other. And then round two, the apprentices got paired up with masters. And the intent was that even though it's supposed to be a competitive game, let's let's learn during this game. Let's talk about turn zero. Let's not... Let's eliminate all the gotcha moments or even just say, this is a gotcha moment that I'm going to do to you if you don't flip this card at turn zero. Um, and, oh, you may not want to deploy that unit there because I could fire support Yoda turn one off the map. You know, those kind of those kind of conversations being had. Um, and then it goes back and forth for four rounds. Um, and ultimately, there's no there's no prizes, no special cards, no cash money, anything for this league. It was strictly the intent was to just just grow rep. and learn yeah just rep yep. the best prize <laughs> Matt do you have any questions no it seems pretty straightforward so far so you say it goes back and forth so after that second round the apprentices are going to go back and play one another yes. and then try, you know kind of test their new skills and then go back towards uh, playing masters in that final round that's correct okay nice yep. And so you guys mentioned that you got a pretty, you know, it sounds like good distribution of masters and apprentices. I think one of my questions doesn't have to be answered now, but kind of throughout the pod to think about is if we're going to, you know, lift and shift this to other places, if other people want to try it out, but maybe don't have such a good distribution, maybe they have too many masters or too many apprentices. If there would be some tips or tricks to try uh, to make go easier for them mm-hmm. um, if maybe you have three masters and 12 apprentices or you know 10 masters and five apprentices if if there would be maybe some ways to switch it up yeah yeah i, I mean I, f- I feel like that 
to I know we can kind of digest that as we go, but one thing that that I think is key to answer that now is uh, honesty. Um, and I think that was something our community kind of showed up with. We had guys sign up for masters and then literally go, I, I don't think I can be a master. I, I need help myself. Uh, and people kind of be honest with themselves um, about where they really think they're at in the game. Um, and, I, and I think having more apprentices than there are masters is a lot easier of a question to answer than more masters than apprentices because yeah. you can just go, hey, there's three masters and 12 apprentices, you're all gonna get four guys and you may not get to play, but you're mm -hmm. a at this point, we're asking you to help the community. And now the other way around is a little harder, um, but I think that just comes down to people just needing to remind themselves of who they're playing against and that, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna gain anything from just curb stomping this brand new new guy. Um, and now that's, that's something that kind of happened a little bit in our league. Not, they didn't, curb stomping didn't happen. Sorry. Uh, that, that question got asked of like, I'm an apprentice and this guy's an apprentice, but I'll use myself as an example. I, my first round opponent had played single digit games and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to play the master because mm -hmm. this guy, I will just delete him. I I'm going to tournaments, you know what I mean? And I know at least the basics and I know a lot of the gotchas and stuff. And so I was like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to gain anything from beating this guy and going home. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm here now to make sure that he gets something. Mm -hmm. And so part of that was, you know, I like to look at it, you know, just like we're kind of ripping off the master and apprentice idea from Star Wars. Well, Dooku was an apprentice to Sidious, but he had an apprentice that was Asajj. So that layer, you know what I mean? Right. They can go. So I'm, I'm Dooku basically guys. That's what I'm trying to get at. So, um, okay, but, okay. <laughs> but no, episode you gotta three just kind of be or episode two Dooku. That's the question. Wait, Clone, oh, Wars. Clone Wars all day. That is the best. Okay. So not, not decapitated out of the no, picture. No, Dooku. not later. Okay, sure. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. yeah so, I mean, I just think that people kind of have to, again, it's that, and I don't mean honesty as in like, you know, oh, I'm going to lie about stuff. I mean, like you gotta be truthful with yourself of what you're trying to get mm -hmm. out of this league. So and, otherwise it's not going to work. And also Matt, to your, to your point too, initially when I was building this league, it was like, Oh, we got 20 players signed up. Let's do one on one. Let's do 10 masters, 10 apprentices. And then it was like, okay. And I started going down the list of who signed up. I was like, okay, number eight, nine and 10, you know, some of these players are, you know, they're maybe 10 games. And so it's like, I can't let them, I can't have them be masters to anybody. And so then that's mm -hmm. when I scaled it back. It was like, let's try to just put at least two um, to everybody. And, you know, I think even maybe three could have worked as well. Um, yeah. Thinking about that. So I think, I think you're right. It could have totally worked with three. There's, it's such a flexible system. If everybody's yeah. just mm -hmm. kind of open to playing their part. Right. Yep. Now, how does, how does like, um, the, I'm going to say the Jedi training, how does that work? Like, how does the master train the apprentice? You guys like, uh, are you like just play your own game? And like, how does like you guys are together? How does that training work? Um, yeah, I can I can start it off, Drew, and you can fill in the gaps. Go ahead. On that oh one. Yeah. yeah, you're the master, so you uh, you're uh, the Jedi yes. training <laughs> me. So start us off. <laughs> yeah, so I came into the league with an intent to learn Yoda. Um, I'd been playing Gar, working my way up. Played one game of Rex, decided he was not going to work it for me, and so went to Obi Wan, played with him, played with Anakin, felt pretty good with Anakin. Then I wanted to try to get into Yoda. So that's what I was using the league to do. Um, and so when Drew, same thing, he's trying to learn clones, trying to learn Anakin essentially. And so same thing, we, we meet up for a game, 
um, talk about our lists. We've already brainstormed our list back and forth quite a bit, saying what yeah, our list can Discord. and can't do. Um, and so we show up, we do the turn zero flop, um, and we're talking about every card, strengths and weaknesses. And I think that first game we ended up on Long March, Hostage Exchange, Hostage Exchange, was, and I think it was maybe clear, War Weary, yeah. War Weary, or maybe clear. some, yeah, some some yeah. condition that didn't matter because uh, yeah. we're both you know superstar Jedi's, yeah. Yes. And so um, again, Long March, Hostage. What ends up happening is our hostages just get away, and it comes down to we're like both eight hundred. That's the important yeah. part. We're, we're both eight hundred, yeah. and we're. We're super far away. He has a really strong gun line. I have an okay gun line with triple barks and um, ends up, we end up in a true draw. Like I can't walk out into him for fear I'm gonna get wiped out. He can't walk into me for same reasons because we can, it's just whoever flinches first. And so we kind of stopped at round three and we're like, okay, this game's over. Now let's rewind back to turn two whenever you played this command card instead of this command card. And let's just hypothetically say you won the roll off and now Yoda can maybe go dive a hostage and wreck stuff. And when we did that, we did even a couple of dice rolls on that and realized, okay, you know, I played the best possible card for my turn, my turn and he played the best possible card for his turn. And it really ended up being a, a true draw in, in that instance of we couldn't kill each other. But we were able to wind it back and then we even talked about other possible objectives for our two lists that night so there's there's a lot of good discussion going into the yeah. game and, and it's definitely it was not definitely as fluid as uh travis's uh beautiful words there played it out it was we were in the tank like i mean yeah. we we probably spent i mean we didn't finish the game because we spent the rest of the time trying to figure out is there like we first of all we know nobody's like i literally asked him i was like i'm not gonna move like are you gonna move anybody out because then i will just delete them my DC-15s will just line up and go. And he's like, no, because I know that's what's going to happen. And so we spent the rest of the time we would normally be playing a game literally going back and moving those pieces around, trying those different cards out and going, okay, does this change anything? And like Travis said, we even rolled dice and stuff. I mean, we spent probably a good hour, hour and a half yeah. mm -hmm. of just going back and forth and doing that. Because 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 at the end of the day, the win or the lose did not matter, right? It was like what what are the options right let's explore right. was this correct and even travis was like i don't even know if i was correct like am i wrong about what i was supposed to pick and i was like i don't know you're the you're the master <laughs> but you know what i mean so we just played around with cards like he says and i think we we both learned a lot about yeah. uh kind of the climate of legion and where it's at right now and what our list are going to look like going into because uh, because we talk about it a lot at least in our local area that we're uh, I say this, I should say, um, we're in like the kill point meta. And so when you're building a list right now, and that's a big part of this MA league was climate, right? We could do the same MA league, Master of Apprentice League again, six months from now, a year from now, yeah. and get us just much value because yes. the climate's gonna change. And so <clears throat> that was a big thing we both learned coming into this with like, here's an Anakin clone ball and a, a Yoda, you know, bark spam with 800 points each what do we do like how are we supposed to win these games um like truthfully win them not just have like all right let's just roll a die you know what i mean that's not fun so we learned a lot by going through that and i think that was that honestly for me i was very grateful to see that before the league even started because then i could adjust going into the league 
in my games and like it kind of ignited the spark for me to really just get going with my list and finding out, well, you know, maybe I maybe I want to try R2 out because R2 can secret mission. I can win that tiebreaker. Maybe, maybe I try, you know, maybe I don't, but I, maybe I have a bid and force the question, you know, get myself out of the shell or then, you know what I mean? I'm play, maybe I play these, you know, kind of more raunchy missions because there's like five that we all play. Well, what if I played the ones we don't, you know? And so, um, and that just kind of sparked that creativity. And I, I think that was kind of the whole point. Yeah. Maybe don't play Long March. <laughs> Hostage. <laughs> what if you're, yeah, R2 is not going to help you much there. No. Oh, no. The, 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 the deployments change for sure with R2. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What would you say then is the balance between having fully optimized lists like striving towards that at least versus hey i'm gonna do something funky because i know um for me at this sort of thing my first thought might be okay kind of nerf myself by going with something weirder but maybe that's not as good a learning experience for people and instead should strive for something more you know like, should I take, hey, whatever I think is my top tournament list that's going to win the next Worlds? Like, yeah. what what's kind of the right middle ground for the Masters well, especially, I would say, that you've found? Oh, all right. I'm going to let Travis answer this from the Masters perspective, and I want to answer it from the what the apprentices should take. So, so Travis, yeah. what do you think the Masters should list-wise be, should be doing? Yeah, so I think I they're think very different my, answers. With the Yoda list I was running, I... Oh. Sorry, I think I had a lag there. Um, with the, yeah, so with the Yoda list that I was bringing, I felt like it was going to be a competitive list. I was bringing it to be a potential list I would take to a tournament to try to do well with. Did it have um, Chewbacca in it? List that Drew and I practiced within our game, and I'm, I'm still oh. I'm still trying to grow up, Seth. I'm still trying to grow up. Um, Wait, so it doesn't have Chewbacca? But uh, it did not have Chewbacca. trash list. Clearly, yeah. Yeah, it's right. not a good list. Yeah. Okay, go. Sorry. It does not. If you listen to the podcast, you'd know that clearly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I. Oh, continue. Wait, no, sorry. I'm so sorry. Good. Continue, Travis. Yeah, continue. Okay. I was I was actually really engaged. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so, yeah, I've been, I've been running that. And then I think the next game that Drew and I played, we wanted to, at least I wanted to throw at him because he was doing some dodges with Anakin and sharing some of that, was I brought in three Rebel Snipers. And so bringing in that high-velocity element um, into the equation. But then I did add some funk in it with Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, Groovy. That, that, that game was was not as, uh, as close as the uh, Yoda game. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was quite the game. I've learned what fire sport can do, and it's a it's a great tool in the bag. Yeah. Uh, so that so Travis, let me ask you though. So you're you know you were saying kind of what you brought his list, and you were just want to try stuff out and bring stuff to help me learn. And I feel like that is a a great kind of a take. I think on where the, what the masters should be doing is. I mean, honestly, even if you have the ability to beforehand, ask your opponent, what do you want to, hey, or do you want to one, try something, or two, do you need practice against something? Um, as an apprentice, um, I feel like 
what lists they should be bringing is what are you trying to get out of this league? And if what you're trying to get out of this league is competitive play, you need to be bringing a list you're going to take to a tournament. A lot of our guys, though, and I think this is actually probably one of the biggest struggle points um, that the community ran into with this league, was a lot of our guys were like, I want to play what I want to play, but I also want to do really well with it. And I, I think that is a possibility in Legion. I think it's very challenging for people to um, try to commit to some stuff that's maybe not you know optimized for where the game is at right now, but it's not impossible. And I just, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of struggled with maybe their masters trying to find that list that helps them get what they're wanting to play, but also still compete. And I think that's, that's a hard, that's a tall order to ask. Um, I think that's, I think that is a struggle for both the master and the apprentice because they're going to go, Hey, I want to play. I don't know. What's, I don't know. What's a, what's a really bizarre Sabine. She's kind of an Jen. out there unit. Jen. Yeah. Jen. Jen is, Jen is a unit that, you know, maybe they watched rogue one and they absolutely love rogue one. And she's a great character. I think she's awesome. And they're like, I want to play Jen. Well, if your master has never even played Jen, they're going to have a really hard time because your master is going to again be the one of those guys that's been winning tournaments or at least doing really well at tournaments. And, they're probably not seeing Jin in a lot of tournaments. So now they're kind of without answers for you. And I think that was probably the biggest struggle in the league was we had a lot of guys that were, and I'm not talking about newbies because newbies are fine with like, yeah, I just want to play with what I want to play because I'm still just learning the, how to play the game, period. I'll lose still with what I have fun with. I'm talking about guys that are like, I'm an X1 player and I'm trying to get to day two. You know what I mean? How do I do that with this off the wall character? And I think masters really struggled with trying to help them with that. Hmm. Now that being said though, I think you should still do that. If you're the, if you are wanting to do well with that character, this is still the best format for you to try and play that list. Because if you're doing it correctly, you should be playing against people and going turn zero flop. Let's analyze the flop. What is my character capable of doing? No, okay, I can't do that, I can't do that. Cool, we're gonna play this, right? And then, oh, you know, so this is still like a format that I think still is proper for those um, kind of off the wall characters and list. Uh, and I actually kind of hope going forward, you know, people go to, you know, weekly game nights and go, do you wanna play tournament style or do you wanna play MA style? Yeah. Like I hope this mm -hmm. kind of in in ingrains into people's head in our community of there's more than one way to play Legion. Yeah, yeah. Save like the casual stuff for like training and like, oh yeah, no, I'm prepping for this tournament to be like more casual and like, okay, well, let's learn and grow. I'm also prepping for this tournament. Yep. Or I'm not going to this tournament and I'll help you prep, you know, and something like that. So I think that's that is that is very valuable. What I what I love about like this is that a lot of people, um, like they read like someone asks is like, hey, like I want to learn Legion, like how do I do it? People are like, oh, go listen to the Bomb Bad Generals, you know, or go listen to a podcast. That's the number one pe thing people say. That's, that's the number yeah. one pick, you know, uh, short and sweet and concise and straight to the point. Um, wildly efficient, I think is what we've been called. Um, mm -hmm. But also like uh, blogs or anything. But I, what I love about this league is it's like, oh, like this league is no, don't go listen to people who are playing top list, but like, let me help you grow in your list because not yes. all the time, like are like people are like, 
oh Sabine like you don't want to play Sabine she's bad and you're like and this this person who is this new person who was like really excited to play Sabine is like oh like gets defeated and deflated and that's kind of like start like a downward spiral of like the game of like maybe not being as fun for them to where like this yep. master apprentice league like okay yeah she may not be the best but let me train you and ha- help help you utilize her into the extent and maybe like that's where like that that conversations like per like take place is that like where um it's not just like you're playing a game and you talk through the game but you're like from base list building like that's where you you all start and then all the way yeah. to the to the end because i think like where i've learned a lot in games like i've played a lot in tts and stuff is that like i've played a game and maybe i've learned and then like it's like a debrief after the game that's yeah. like oh like i think you should have done this like a player's done that to me but what this is is like it's during the game like oh wait like you're about to play this command part i i don't think you should and here's why you should play this command card because of x y and z yes. because you have this possibility yeah. so what that's that's really cool because then you can then instead of being like oh i'll just try what i learned from this game out in my next game it's like no i'm gonna try it right here right now yeah. and you're learning real time um which I, I i really appreciate like that league and i think i think it'd be really cool if we get like the community on this and just like a lot of people just can learn and i think overall the skill level will just go up because like yeah. as masters train people like their skill level is going up because um there's like um i don't know it's like a subconscious um psycho- psychological thing like when you, you teach something you learn. Brain muscle, right? yeah, yeah 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 being forced to like kind of just talk it through just helps you think hey what is my own thought process and what am i missing um or yeah. maybe it puts you in like hey when i actually like really talked it out I just need to really talk it out with myself uh, in every game. Yeah, and that's that's I, the way to go. I mean, a great a great example of that to me was my my last round opponent actually was playing Palpatine, and I haven't I used to play a lot of Palpatine, and um, you know we're both playing the game, and he did the uh, I can't remember recall the card, but I think it's his two pip where they get to choose what unit activates first. Yeah, and I'm kind of helping them along make the decision. I have to go. Oh. I actually, what is the best choice for you? Like, and, and you're, and it makes you have to also then now I'm playing against Palpatine where he can kind of ruin my day. And I'm like, Oh, I should have set up maybe a little bit better for that because I know he has that card. What, how does this hose me randomly now? You know? And so hundred percent, like Matt and Seth are saying there, like it, it's still, even for the guys that, you know, they quote unquote, know what they're doing. Like you, you never, you're never done learning. I mean, this game's constantly changing and you're, you're going to have to evolve with it. Yeah. So you also mentioned before we, we talked about this before the pod, but like this also could be a like one day tournament style. Mm-hmm. Correct. How, how would, how would that work in like this format? Yeah. So, I mean, th- throughout this entire league, we've been getting feedback from community members that are involved in it, just trying to get ideas. You know, and as it's winding down, I'm just trying to figure out, hey, how can we do this better next time? And an idea was brought up of like, hey, what if we just did this on a weekend? You know, instead of doing a tournament, we do, all right, we'll get a couple of coaches. You know, you show up, the coaches get assigned a couple of apprentices. And, you know, maybe the coaches are right there to the table next to them, you know, kind of guiding them through the whole process. And so almost like a, a crash course or a one day super course of M&A versus a four week or an eight week long league um, that you get the entire experience in one weekend versus yeah, spread out. And the idea there would be the masters are um, 
not playing themselves and kind of floating between if they have multiple apprentices kind of like at that that table talking through maybe a table on their left a table on their right sort of thing yeah or, or, so or, a, or, or a master's two. playing a five-hour game yeah. versus another master right just ma <laughs> making sure making sure that they're you know given the time to the apprentices but at the same time they can get to throw the dice too so mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's cool i i think it, yeah, i for, mean i think that totally could work you bring up time there that is one of my questions because obviously with with all the talking there is a chance for that to make things longer how have you guys noticed um the duration of these games has been has it been stretching to really long lengths has it been staying actually pretty manageable how would you say uh the best route is to handle that I mean, I played, so one of my opponents couldn't, we couldn't get a time scheduled in a two week time frame. So and we just treat that as a draw again, but I, I was able to play two of my master's games. And I mean, they both went super fast. I mean, two hours and two and a half hours, but that's two super experienced players in our community. And we're, we're even us talking through stuff and like, I mean, playing Yoda and trying to figure out his cards and like, what's the best card to play here? It's like, oh yeah, his two pip. There, you got about ten options you can do with his two pip. Oh, that's right. Thanks. Um, but even even with some of that discussion, I mean, it's still we played pretty fast. So Drew, I mean, you've played more apprentice games, so I don't know what your experience was. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I so I played three apprentice games because uh, because that 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 apprentice master apprentice master thing also doesn't work with the odd number either. So. I ended up did getting paired up against an apprentice again. I only got to play a master uh, once, One time. Yeah. but um, yeah, but it was fine. I don't, I don't mind that, but they were very long. Um, <laughs> just skip to it. They were pretty long. Um, so my round one uh, opponent and I, um, thankfully we, we had, a, we have a history together. We used to, we used to play a lot of 40 K together. And so it was kind of like just meeting up with an old friend. And um, so we were already kind of shooting the breeze and that doesn't help, you know, time. But that game was probably the most extensive. He was he was the one who was single digit games. We went through literally every activation, every card flip, every turn zero flop. Uh, I even offered to re-rack the game. He lost Maul. He was playing CIS. He lost me Maul turn two. And I was like, you want to just reset the game? I was like, I'm, I'm more than happy to reset the game. And so... Um, it was a pretty long game. I think that game took about four hours. Um, but it also, if there's anything I remember from this league, that game was the most rewarding game for me through the whole league. Because I felt like I was at a point where I could help somebody out. And it's so fun to watch people like that light bulb go off in their head and be like, oh, whoa, that's how that works. Or, oh, that's, whoa, this is how I do that. Or, and it's, it's pretty sweet. My, my second round opponent um, was also uh, another apprentice and him and I's game, actually, we unfortunately didn't get to finish it. Uh, we got through, I believe, four turns in about two and a half hours. So, and then the store we were at was needing to close. Now, we, we, we did proceed to um, talk the entire rest of the game out in the parking lot. So we were able to still analyze a lot of uh, the game state and whatnot. Uh, and so there was still growth able to be done there. And then my third game was against a another master. That game went pretty quick because um, he wasn't really, you know, 
worried about his stuff. He was just kind of, it was two brains getting to think for me. Um, so that game finished in, you know, two, two and a half hours. Um, and we got to go over some pretty critical moments with, you know, Anakin failed four saves at once. And it's like, okay, it's turn three and you have no more Anakin cards. What do you do to get out of this hole? Right. And so it was, it was a really fun, like kind of, you know, mental gymnastics to try and figure out like, okay, well, what do we do? Um, Cause again, nobody should be really concerned about winning or losing uh, going into these games. It's all about how do you make this the best way? How, how do you make the best of this game now in bad situations and whatnot? Yeah. And then my last game, um, my last game was against another apprentice, but this apprentice I would say is um, easily at my level or, or higher. Um, and we played our game, uh, even with conversation happening, uh, we played and I think we got done in about three hours. So, uh, and, and honestly, I, I would say um, for casual Legion, three hours is a pretty good time. Uh, I, I think that's a fair amount of time for me when I, cause, cause for me anyways, as you guys can already probably tell with half of this recording being my voice, uh, when I'm when I'm playing a game with somebody, I'm also talking to them and shooting the breeze and stuff. So three hours to get a game in on a you know quote unquote casual environment, I would say is the average amount of time. So I, only two of my games went really went super long, and then the other two were about at at time I would expect. Groovy. Yeah, three hours is absolutely fine for sure for on the casual side. Especially, that's good to because the, um, I feel like the Apprentice Apprentice games too might have been some of the longer ones. Just yeah. from my experience thinking about my communities. Like the newer players, you know, that's when things can, can drag a bit. Not, not that that's a bad thing, but just so people are prepared if this is something they want to, uh, to go down. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, if people, yeah. And that's a great reminder. Yeah, Matt, that we're trying to share this with the greater community at large. And like, that, that's definitely buckle up because you could have some long games for sure. Yeah. And I think uh, where this ahead, it sounds like it sounds like just like where this league would thrive is not necessarily I know we've been saying a lot of like noobs and new players, but like people that I think masters, of course, that are very experienced, but also people that like know how to play the game, the base game. So you're not like mm-hmm. t- teaching them each keyword, teaching them. Oh, here's how you do an action. But it's more like a lot of what we talk on the podcast is more like teaching them those tactics and yeah. like those critical decisions that make or break your game. Um, and trying to, I think that's where this league could thrive. Um, so if you have someone new, it's like, oh, this sounds really cool. Like teach them before, like teach them how to play the game before, uh, I think would be best. And then that's where like this Master and Apprentice League um, is where you dive deep into like the tactics, turn zero discussion, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. that's how we advertise the league too. I think the I think the first sense in the league was like to be more competitive at Star Wars Legion and at tournaments. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So that was that was the preface to join the league. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, the, the sure. core of it was those two one guys trying to win a tournament, mm-hmm. and then it just happened to be that it also was applicable to just everyone involved. Yeah, and then hopefully the next league, then like as like leagues go on if like your community keeps doing this then you can like okay let's start implementing chess clocks to this thing you know because there's tournaments that have those you know and people get nervous when there's a chess clock it's like okay yeah how do you how do you make these quick decisions you know and so it's nice yeah we we Um, actually had a master with one of their apprentices say you're not finishing round four in any of your tournament games you have to play your master and apprentice games on a chess clock 
And so he had yep. to take a chess clock with him to all his games. And so every single round. Yeah. Yep. That's fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's but but fun. that's the point, right? Is like that was yeah. his weakness, mm-hmm. right? And, it, and that's the other thing. It doesn't even have to be a game thing. It could be like, hey man, you're not on time to your to the tournaments. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna clock when you get to the M and A game, right? I mean, who knows, right? It could be anything. Whatever you need to use to grow, use this league for it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Matt, do you have any last thoughts or questions? Or no, I think that's it. I think that kind of hit on the things I was curious about with my cursory knowledge uh, of the league coming in and from what I heard. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anyone around me anymore. But if if uh, if I did, I feel like this would be definitely something worth exploring. And I think if it won't maybe it won't be a fit for every community, just depending on what the what people are trying to get out of it. But I think there are probably a lot where there are those those people who want to kind of unlock that next level quite a bit and put put in a lot of effort and concerted effort to doing that. So I think if this is a fit, this is a great way to achieve that goal. For sure. Well, we'll wrap it up here. Travis drew. Hey, thank you guys so much just for uh, like being on and just taking your time out and just being with us. Matt, thanks for waking up at three, 3 AM to record this pod. <laughs> oh man. Um, Travis drew. Do you guys, do you guys want to plug anything um, before we, cl- we close down? I know we got a, I think our last store championships are coming up in October there with you out there in Tulsa and also in Edmond in November. So uh, if you want that last world invite, you know, come over come come to Oklahoma. Yep. We got a, we got a pretty competitive scene. It's, it's yeah. easy to get in and out of Oklahoma. It's pretty cheap. And I'll I'm not playing, that. so it's anyone could win, you know? There you go. <laughs> we need this new league so we can get players back for all the players that Seth has chased away. Oh yeah, that's it. Brutal oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's the real I problem. actually don't think I've played a noobs yet, so at oh, one of the fair. tournaments. So fair. yeah. Oh. Well I've had an absolute fun being on here. I appreciate you guys inviting yeah. us on. Uh this is this is actually really fun getting to talk about Legion to a greater scale and then also this Legion specifically. You know, Travis put a ton of work into it and then you know, I'm always loving to be a soundboard. So uh, I appreciate you guys having us on here. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Hey, if, for those who are watching, if you want more information, there's some links below that you can uh, just click just to grab more information about it. Um, connect with Travis or Drew on Discord. Yep. Travis is Splash Cola on the Legion Discord. Uh, I don't know what Drew is on the Legion Discord. I think Pookie is his Drew name. Drew is not on the Legion Discord. He's That's not on the Legion Discord. <laughs> um but yeah i I do want to plug i am i am um toing a uh, legion tournament coming up in uh store champion october 28th of this month so come come to tulsa so come on out it's 16 player cap but hey we'll have a world invite uh for those 16 players to up for grab so come on we'll have some cool prizes tulsa specific prizes too so yeah Mm. okay yeah. Hey. Um, well, hey, you all stay stay healthy out there. Stay stay Star Warsy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and stay Gungan. <laughs> stay Gungan. There we go. It's waiting for it. This has been the Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bob Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, game losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.